WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And away we go, live on this Friday, October 13th. It is indeed Kale and Company right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app and streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube. As we head until 10 o'clock this morning, 855-839-1210 is the phone number on Twitter and Instagram, the radio station at 1210 WPHT. I'm at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Don Stenzel with the news. Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board. Daniel Valdez, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers. Final show of the week. Uh-huh. How about that? Don, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Great news for our Phillies. Uh-huh. It's exciting. Back to the NLCS, Mr. Stocker. I would like uh, my $40 in ones, please. Because I've got how about rolls of quarters because I'm heading to Delilah's after uh, <laughs> today's game. Oh man, <laughs> Stocker! The first time he walked into a gentleman's club. Holy crap! Crisp one dollar bills. Oh man, what a day! What a night! Yeah, we are loaded today. We have got to get to. Well, can I bask in the fact that I called Nick Cassiano's home run and you he did? Hit two? That was the tiebreaker. Yeah, and that's amazing. And he set a record, so that's not. An I ordinary know. thing that you predict. You're psychic, Greg Stocker, yes. at this point. Yeah, you got the Powerball numbers by chance? He's got the power. <laughs> Good God. I'm going to take Stocker to the roulette with me later today. <laughs> He's lucky. He yeah. is. Lucky and psychic. We both had the Phillies. We both had the unders, but we had tiebreakers with who hits home runs, yeah. and you, sir, nailed it. Yes, sir. Although Trey Turner was uh, a beautiful cash-in last night if you had him. Plus 440 yeah. mm-hmm. for a home run. Oh, all right, we got a lot of good stuff to get to. Schwarber needs to wake up, though. I know, my lord, dude. Now there's, there's like always, a buck fifty. There's always Arizona. Yeah, there is because we've got at least uh, four more games left, and I don't think the Phillies will get swept. So we got a lot of baseball left, and we got a lot of good things to get to on the show today. The Second Amendment now more important than ever on this day, every day, foreign and abroad. Whether or not you have a Second Amendment or not, uh, we will get into that story. Also. What Hamas is claiming today to be a global day of jihad. Happy global day of jihad. Yeah. On Friday the 13th. What yeah. could possibly go wrong? I, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't bring I didn't bring you guys in, <clears throat> in anything on this holiday. That's right. You did not. Global jihad day. And I'm always willing to accept gifts. So we'll get to that. Uh, and then also, we have Steve Scalise uh, dropping out, stepping down, however you want to phrase it. He knew quickly <laughs> that he was not going to get the 217 votes. So it looks like Jim Jordan, the front runner, and should be all but a formality and certainty, I would assume, at some point today. We'll get to that. And we've got all sorts of good stuff lined up on the cut sheet as well. But before all of that, let's get to the news because it is a newsworthy Friday. It's 6.05 on the 13th, and here is Don Stensland. Yes, and good morning on this Friday the 13th. A much cooler day and a big change in the forecast, that in just a moment. As we're waking up today, we're learning the tragic news here in Philadelphia. After a call, officer down. One Philadelphia police officer dead, his partner injured. They were both shot. 
This shooting took place in a parking garage at Philadelphia International Airport late last night. So this situation developing overnight into the wee hours of this morning as those two officers were coming into work at parking garage D at the airport. The officers saw multiple suspects attempting to break into nearby vehicles. And so when those officers intervened, according to Interim Commissioner John Stafford Stanford of the Philadelphia Police, those suspects opening fire on two uniformed officers. So the first of these are veteran police officers here in Philadelphia. The first officer uh, was hit multiple times, we're told, in his upper body, and the other officer was struck at least once in the arm that we know. So the officer who was shot multiple times, he was rushed to Penn Presbyterian Hospital for treatment. The second officer was originally taken to one hospital for treatment and then later transferred to Jefferson Hospital. But the first policeman who was rushed to the hospital with the more serious condition, uh, with the more serious injuries, we have learned overnight that those doctors, those emergency room doctors, uh, despite every effort, they could not save his life so murdering a police officer at the airport yes okay here's what i would do uh put him on a plane and send these two individuals on a direct flight non-stop and drop them off right in front of the headquarters of hamas that's what i would do but if I, I don't rule the world so i don't have the official um you know the officers they're not officially releasing their identity but we know that the officer who who has been pronounced dead Early this morning, 50 years old, more than 20 years on the force. We know that um, that that individual he leaves that that officer he leaves. He was a father and a husband, so his family grieving this morning. Oftentimes in these cases, even if we hear no um, the names of these officers, we're being asked to please withhold that information. Obviously, this is a tragedy. They want to release. They want to make sure that all the next of kin, that everybody is notified. But we know that as far as law enforcement, uh, they were lining up as as the tradition, lining up at the hospital and then bringing his body back. You know, all of all of that that happens in honor and respect of his service, his life, his family. And so that happened early this morning. As far as the surviving officer, we know that officer, middle-aged, also has, we're hearing, 22 years on the force so veterans who are well-known and beloved, that's what I'm hearing. And we also have an interesting update this morning, and that is that an individual matching one of the many suspects' description was transported to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia during that time period. So this is according to Philadelphia police. So they're checking that to see, you know, if the officers were able to re- return fire. Is this related but at least one individual, a teenager, is reportedly at Children's Hospital um, with injuries and matching one of the descriptions. As far as the other suspects, it looks like they got away in a Dodge Durango. And so that's that's the latest that I have. We're going to update you okay. this morning. It's a, obviously a tragic situation. We also have this morning the latest, of course, as far as what's going on in Israel. And we've been giving you minute-to-minute updates every single day, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. The latest on this one is that Israeli forces wanted to, uh, gave out the word for those civilians in Gaza. These are your Palestinians 
that they would be given 24 hours to evacuate. And this would be mostly the northern side of Gaza. And so now the latest that we're hearing of the, the 1.1 million civilians, you know, mostly women and children would be allowed to leave. However, Hamas is putting out the word and there are many, many reports that have been verified. Hamas blocking those civilians from leaving. And so this is raising the question, do they become, in essence, captives of this terrorist group? Mm-hmm. And if they want to leave or are expressing um, their their wish to live ahead of more airstrikes, and we know that certainly Israeli forces are going after those tunnels underneath. We've been talking about this all week. That's where the hostages are believed to be. And we also have the death toll rising, of course, into the thousands, injuries into the well into the thousands as this escalates. So that's the latest um, that I'll bring you this morning. We have President Joe Biden is visiting Philadelphia here, expected to announce in Philadelphia a hydrogen plant. And that formation uh, will be announced by the president during his visit today. I will point out to you that usually hydrogen plants how are they fueled or run? Gas. <laughs> isn't, it's the beautiful irony <laughs> of all of this, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, there's, and, and Nick touched on it as well. Steve Scalise, that news breaking overnight as he has, has withdrawn his name. And, of course, um, as a Republican in the House, we know that he was the one who was shot famously. I think he became a household name at that point when he was shot during a ball game. But he also is suffering and battling blood cancer and so concerns about his health as well, Um, although he has said that he's he's doing well. All right, let's get to the good story of the day. Phillies! Yeah. We beat the Braves. If you're only as good as your last game, or for us, your last show... Uh, but if you're if you're only as good as your last game, Nick Nick Castellanos and our Philadelphia Phillies, uh, you're the best in baseball, yes. baby. You're the best. He's my favorite player on the entire team. Aww, With really? all due respect to Bryce Harper, yeah, hey, Bryce is the star. He's the stud. I get it. But Castellanos is my guy. <laughs> well, if he's your guy, you were probably jumping through the roof. It was. last night, right? I was dancing on my own, John. And, <laughs> and then Bryce Harper. Um, he, he clutched his right elbow and everybody, you know, saw that moment because obviously he has suffered injuries and, but it was only his funny bone mm-hmm. or maybe he was playing a sick trick on us. I don't know. But no. in any event, uh, clinching another berth in the championship series. So now we go to, uh, Monday, Arizona D-backs, 8.07 PM. Yes. And by the way, uh, Ranger Suarez yesterday who pitched for the Phillies, they are now 5-0 and the last two years in the playoffs when he starts. They are unbeatable with this guy on the mound. Another guy that I absolutely love. But you love Trey Turner, too. He singled I twice. I do. Well, Trey made me a little money last night with his home run. <laughs> Solo homer in the yeah. fifth. So what? just such an exciting time for us. And a 3-1 victory last night. So everybody take a victory lap and thank God for the good news here. Beating the Braves once again. So like I say, Monday night, 8.07 p.m., as we move forward in the series, everybody's fired up. So let's take you to the NBC 10 first alert forecast. It just feels like Mother Nature held out with the sunshine and the 70-degree weather for our fills. Because now <clears throat> there's a big change. 56 degrees, mostly cloudy for your Friday for this morning right now. And then today, 67 degrees with the sun peeking out. 
So tomorrow, overnight, tonight into tomorrow, the big change happens. Tomorrow, raw, rainy, about a 90% chance of showers. The high, just 55 degrees. And then Sunday, 60 degrees, only a 20-ish percent chance that we'll see showers. So the sun may peak out in the afternoon on Sunday. And then as we round out into Monday, Monday the 16th, 60 degrees, and the sun does peak out. So cooler weather over the weekend. It's this pattern that's a sin because we have this um, raw, rainy weather hitting us for the Saturday. This is Kalen Company News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. 614 on this Friday morning as we wrap up another week with another Big Take. The Big Take on Kalen Company. All right, the big take this morning, the Second Amendment's value in 2023, whether you're in the United States of America, which gives you the right to bear arms, thanks to the Second Amendment, or anywhere else around the globe, such as Israel, which doesn't afford citizens a Second Amendment, now more than ever, having the ability to legally arm yourself with a firearm is a critical tool in protecting you and your family. In the U.S., you just never know in 2023 when or not or where you'll need to defend yourself with a gun from an unwanted attack or encounter. Could be at the grocery store, could be in a parking lot as you walk out of a retail establishment after the sun has gone down, getting on or off public transportation, or a plethora of other settings and surroundings. And think about the sheer lunacy of some left-wing gun activists and Democrats in office with their obsession of restricting firearms or what type of firearm you can own, or even temporarily taking away your right to bear arms. A few weeks ago, Joe Biden visited the United Auto Workers Union, and he was asked about guns and the Second Amendment by one union worker. Take a listen and watch this. I'd like you to explain how you plan to not only keep us working, but how you intend on getting the union vote when there is a large portion of the union workers that are gun enthusiasts, and you are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're foolish. All right, thank you. shush. Shush. Guess what? You're not allowed to own any weapon. I'm not taking your gun away at all. You need 100 rounds. So when you were in Beto, no, when you said you're going to take our guns, that I did what? not say that. That's not true. I did not say that. It's a viral video. It's a viral video like the other ones are putting out. They've been simply a lie. To gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Look, the Second Amendment doesn't say you can't restrict the kinds of weapons people can own. Okay, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hey, let's you keep going. There's, there's a lot of guys. Hey, a lot of guys wanted. Hey, hey, I'm not hey, hey, working. Hey, hey, hold hey, on. So much Give me a break. Don't so so be such a hurry guy. Look, here's the deal. There's the deal. Are you, are you able to own a, a, a machine gun? I said, are you able to own one? Machine guns are illegal. That's right. So AR-15s are legal. How is that a machine gun? No, it's not. Semi-automatic. Yeah, do you need 100 rounds? Do you need 100 rounds? In America, Today is a day in America where many citizens will be on edge and uneasy following a threat from Hamas that could today be a day in which Americans are targeted following the week that was between Hamas and Israel. We've seen many pro-Palestinian protesters in big blue cities, especially Philadelphia, over the last five days, as it sure seems like gun ownership and the right to protect you and your family is uber important in this day and age. Wouldn't you love to be able to have an AR-15 in your home if this threat becomes reality? Or would you rather just be limited to a pistol or a shotgun? 
It makes me think the Second Amendment and the right to own an AR-15 makes all the sense in the world, in the crazy world we now live in. And if you recall, uh, recall, Democratic New Mexico Governor Michelle Grisham tried to impose a 30-day gun ban as she tried to categorize the decision under the umbrella of a public health crisis due to the rise in violent crime in her state. Well, if violent crimes are on the rise, even more reason to have a gun, Michelle. She was slapped down by a judge that barred her from pulling this off. But as of Tuesday, October the 10th, she was still defending her decision and looking like a complete fool. Imagine if a sleeper cell of Hamas terrorists came up through the southern border, were in New Mexico, issued an attack, and you can't access your gun because of a deranged left-wing governor taking your Second Amendment rights away. It's sheer tyrannical madness is what it is. And what would Israel look like today if they were living in a nation that permitted them more access to firearms? Gun ownership isn't banned in Israel. However, there are heavy restrictions placed upon their citizens by the government. Per David Hookstead of Outkick, quote, one of the first things Israel did after the horrifying terror attack was to loosen its gun laws to get as many weapons into civilian hands as possible. It's the same thing Ukraine did as the Russian invasion unfolded. The Ukrainian government handed out rifles to anyone who could get their hands on one. The logic is simple. Armed people are harder to kill than unarmed people. Bullets flying in both directions, giving bad guys something to consider before attacking. Also a good thing. You know, it seems logical to me. I'd say late to the party for sure, but having guns against the unwanted advances of a criminal or a terrorist is a no-brainer. Would we still have loss of life and unthinkable casualties in Israel if they had a Second Amendment? Absolutely. But it's without question and fair to assume that Jewish civilians would have been able to defend themselves, reduce the death count, and probably kill a quantifiable amount of Hamas terrorists. Here is attorney Andrew F. Bronca, host of the Law of Self-Defense podcast, talking about Israel and having the right to self-defense. Listen and watch. Those atrocities being committed are all the easier for Hamas, because Israeli citizens are, are largely disarmed as private citizens. They're, they're not readily able to possess firearms for purposes of self-defense. There is no Israeli Second Amendment, tragically. And I guess they're distributing arms now from armories, wherever they keep such things, but they weren't in people's homes, and that's where they needed them. And how different would the last few days have been if the victims of Hamas had been armed? As it as at least as well as a typical American home, right? Which typically has at least one AR pattern rifle. Certainly has some other firearms, if not an AR, but AR is probably the most common long gun in America today by a wide margin. It doesn't mean there wouldn't have been any killings or rapes. It doesn't mean bad things wouldn't have happened, but there would have been fewer. And the aggressors would have been made to pay an immediate price. He goes into a deeper dive, which you can watch or listen to on Reddit. And let's be real once again, because it has to be reiterated to all of the crazies on the left out there. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And sane, logical, functional human beings, American or abroad, don't kill other humans in mass shootings or any other setting unless they are disturbed, angry, and mentally ill. And guess what? No matter how strict gun laws are, if someone who is deranged and angry wants to get a hold of a gun for an atrocity, they probably will. And those innocent citizens in Israel, they would have had a much better chance of survival 
had they have been afforded what we are afforded for now in the United States of America, a Second Amendment right. And that's the big take. The big take on Kale and Company. Uh, big take this morning. If you want to jump in, 855-839-1210, the phone number on Twitter and Instagram at 1210WPHT. And, of course, be a part of the Kale & Company comment community. Just go to YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe buttons and be a part of the show. We'll come back and get some thoughts on this story, especially with the Second Amendment, and also what Hamas is saying today will be a global day of jihad here on Friday the 13th. Kale and company, we continue, but I continue to tell you about the Piazza Auto Group. And why do I do that? Because it's the best relationship I've ever had with an auto provider. And as you know, I've recently leased a 2023 Honda Ridgeline truck from Piazza Honda of Springfield, and I absolutely love it. I'm ready for the bad weather. I just want to get that first snowstorm, a little bit of ice the first time, and get out there with my truck and be feeling safe and sound and secure and get to wherever I'm going. If you're a truck person like me, now is the time to visit Piazza Honda in Springfield. You can also check them out at their other locations, Philadelphia, Langhorne, Pottstown, or even Reading to take advantage of 0.9% APR financing. And if you don't like trucks, that's okay. They've got the Honda Civic, the Accord, the CRV, the Pilot, and many more. Cars, SUVs, vans, trucks, they have it all covered. The Piazza Auto Group, and they also have 17 brands. So if Honda's not your choice, that's fine. There's 16 others and 35 locations, so you're never more than a few miles away from the local dealership. To find your new or certified pre-owned vehicle today, just check them out online, piazzaautogroup.com. It's Kale and Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company, Friday morning, baby. This one Nick, Dawn, and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. 855-839-1210 is how you climb in on the conversation. So, you know, kind of interesting to think about it right now. And, you know, we've we've had the Second Amendment for as long as we have all been alive. And, you know, when you think about it, it's a great right. It's a great thing that is afforded to you in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And you've always had that right. And it's it's something that is reassuring it's something that, you know, you go out, you fill out the correct documents and get the paperwork and go it the legal way. And, you know, then you feel like you can defend yourself in any odd setting. You can defend your family. Now factor in the last three and a half years where we live in a lawless society, especially in big blue cities that Democrats run. We've seen crime and shootings and homicides at an all-time high. Now you throw in today what Hamas is calling a global day of jihad on Friday the 13th. And now more than ever, it seems like, boy, that's Second Amendment. That's a nice thing to have at your disposal. Especially, I mean, I've seen so many people in the last uh, less than 24 hours tweeting about, if you don't have to go into big cities today, don't do it. If you don't have to, blah, 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 blah. And then I've also seen the other people that have said, Okay, Hamas, bring it on. You want to show up in my town, in my city. Uh, I've got a gun. I'm packing. Good luck to you. Let's go. Try that in a small town. A whole bit, right? So Hamas is saying today, Friday the 13th, is a day of jihad. Hamas referred to the day as Al-Aqsa Flood Friday, referring to the name of the operation in which it murdered more than 1,200 Israelis, wounded roughly 3,000, and kidnapped over 100. 
The Middle East Media Research Institute reported Hamas as saying, quote, we declare Friday, the Friday of Al-Aqsa flood as a day of general mobilization in our Arab and Islamic world and among the free people of the world. It is a day to rally support, offer aid, and participate actively. It is a day to expose the crimes of the occupation, isolate it, and foil all of its aggressive schemes. It is a day to demonstrate our love for Palestine, Jerusalem, and Al-Aqsa. It is a day to sacrifice. It is a day for sacrifice, heroism, and dedication, and to earn honor of defending the... And you're reading this from where? Uh, this is from the Middle East Media Research Institute. Gotcha. And uh, it's just, and they also talk about one of the holiest mosques. And uh, they they end up and they say, we call upon the free people of the world to mobilize in solidarity with our Palestinian people and in support of their just cause and legitimate rights to freedom, independence, return, and self-determination. Okay, all worded, uh, I guess, you know, quote, politically correct. Um, but, you know, you've seen what you've seen in Philadelphia, New York, and other big cities. I'm not hitting the panic button for, I, like, I don't do the fear stuff. Yeah. But, like, today is a day, if, if you have one, keep one with you. That's all I would say. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't change your plans if I'm an American. If you're going to the movies tonight to see Taylor Swift, go to the movies and see Taylor Swift. <laughs> not that I'm doing that, but anyway. I don't know, Dawn, Second Amendment feels like a nice thing to have. I would, yeah, amen. I, I would, I would, I, and I've been, every day this week, I've been looking up to see numbers of gun permits, and so it looks like they're going up. I, w- I will be curious by Monday morning what the weekly outlook after one week of this, to your point. Yep. I can tell you that those numbers, from what I'm hearing, I called some gunshots, so they're like, yep, we've got people calling up, and I know that some of the counties actually have an instructional to say we really want you to take some kind of a gun safety class because, uh, you, you know, just because you have a firearm doesn't necessarily mean that you know how to use it. That's correct. And right, and it's so important to think about that if you're if you're applying for the permit process, take one of the local classes. They're fantastic, mm-hmm. and they'll walk you through. And you know, maybe you're a little rusty, right? You know, because some people have, you know, for years. I know my mom felt this sense of safety because there was, you know, a, a gun somewhere in a drawer. But, you know, my brother would laugh about it and say, Mom doesn't know. You know, she, she right. has no idea right. what she's going to. So sometimes it gives you a false sense of safety. Mm-hmm. And so it's imp- I think it's important to just go get those classes. Or yeah. even I know Bucks County, for sure, the sheriff's there and many of them. They have online. You can go and look online for it's kind of a refresher, even if you can't go in person. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the other thing, too, is, you know, you take this training course, you get the paperwork, you get it all done. And you go out a few times to a range or whatever, and you practice, and you're working on it or whatever. It still does, you know. It still doesn't, sadly, um, st- uh, simulate the the actual real thing. God forbid you're ever in a situation because then all of a sudden maybe you start fumbling it, you're panicking, your heart's racing. Yeah. You just don't know until you're in that moment. Michael Keane on the YouTube chat has has uh, I think the question on all of our minds, uh, guys. Okay. Uh, which is worse, Taylor Swift or Hamas? <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. Michael Keane, that's a I'm just reading Jeez. what Michael has to say. Come on. <laughs> it's not right. Uh, you know, in this, with that, with that um, proposition, I'll take Taylor Swift all day. I'll go to Taylor Swift concerts. If what, it, ta- it, wait, wait, what time is the concert tonight? Uh, the well, the movie, movie at uh, 10, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Yeah. Could be a two-hour nap day, by the way. Yeah. yeah just got to rest up for that. Yeah. So um, I mean, I know law enforcement is beefing up patrols everywhere, but certainly when you think about sports events, 
Movie theaters are often considered soft targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, pre- the security will be tight in Philadelphia because the president's going to be here. Right. So maybe we should be thankful for that. We've never we've been, never been more appreciative of Joe <laughs> right. Biden being in our city. Because <laughs> we'll have all this federal extra law enforcement, extra eyes on all of us. Yes. Oh, boy. I mean, today might be one of the most protected safe days in Philadelphia, sadly, after what happened to those officers last night at the airport. So I'm, I'm assuming police just kind of on maybe a higher alert, so to speak. And then, of course, the president being here. If you've ever felt like to, that Philadelphia is going to be protected like Fort Knox, today's the day, folks. So uh, live your life and don't let these cowards uh, intimidate you. And, and speaking of these cowards, you know, we were talking yesterday about the death and the tragedy and some of the graphic images. And, you know, some people were wondering about, well, if they if they had killed dogs and they had killed babies and beheaded 40 babies, I you know, it, that's obviously gross and disgusting and disturbing. But I need to see visual proof. Well, there was visual proof uh, released yesterday on the uh, Israeli prime minister official twitter feed like their government feed uh not netanyahu's personal feed but like the government's account and there were a couple of pictures that the baby's face was kind of blurred out to protect the baby or whatever in the family but there is visual confirmation that has been released on social media through a government site um of the the babies also barbaric brutal videos of these hamas barbarians butchering family dogs which is like you know so you don't want to call these people terrorists new york times you don't want to use the word terrorism msnbc i'm not sure what other sort of confirmation you need to realize that these people are just the sickest most disturbing savages it's bad enough to kill somebody right it's bad enough to commit first degree murder for any reason but these people they take it to a whole nother level I mean, they, they try to simulate, like, this is like, you know, Hollywood in a movie and a gory slasher film. And these people are very, very disturbing. And then, of course, there's more videos and pictures out there. I saw one last night. I was watching a little bit um, during one of the commercials for, like, three minutes. I, I just consumed a little bit of Fox News when the Phillies were up. I think it was uh, the first, uh, first run they scored. And I saw the video released that Hamas is putting out with captured Israeli civilians, and they're kind of hands behind their back, they're laying on like a concrete floor, and there's like a few flashlights or some some lighting in there to show you like how like horrific it is and how panicked they are. And that to me is nothing more than a scare tactic of Hamas. I'm gonna say this, uh I'm gonna say this many times throughout the show today. We is Israel is gonna be let loose and they need to be let loose to do everything to that that group. It's full full go, right? That being said, this is not our fight yeah this is not our why yes I, that's a good point i get well, it it is now Someone's, and we have americans there held well, hostage break I, I know we do and somebody brought that up to kirby yesterday i said well you know i think it was james rosen who brought it up to kirby yesterday that hey uh you know they're they're americans killed and we have american hostages like that S- send in seal team six or whatever to get the hostages out of there but this is not we can't we cannot do this we cannot do this we just can't. You know, I would love to know, and it really, I guess it, it, this is kind of based on what you're saying about this is not our our fight. I would love to know if we could just look up, if anybody can, you know, duck, duck, go it or whatever. What is the Jewish population in the United States of America? And I'm just curious, like, if we can find, like, what percentage, uh, like, you know, if people, you know, obviously we're all of some descent, but I would love to know, like, what the... Um, the count is like how many people that were born in Israel now live in the United States versus those who are Italian or German or whatever it might be. Uh, Cause I know Greg, you're saying it's, it's not our fight, but 
for over 50 years, we have had a vested interest in Israel, and it's it's blatantly obvious there's a huge Jewish community in the United States of America. 7.6 so. million. 7.6 yeah. million. That's okay. What I, that's what I have, too. Okay. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these things where, you know, you've got Russia, yeah. Ukraine going on. You've got Israel and Hamas. You know, China, that powder keg can go off at any moment with Taiwan. It's like... You know, how do you pick and choose? Like, I would never want to be this guy. Like, I'm certainly not Lindsey Graham. I'm not ready to bomb the whole world. Um, but I also don't know that you can just sit back. But I also right, don't so think that you can just keep funding right, Ukraine. We can't. We can't get into this. We so what's the correct answer? What is the blueprint here? We 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 aid and and uh, help Israel as much as we possibly can. And let them fight. Okay, so we they're, do, they're, so we so it's the Ukraine blueprint. We just keep giving them money because this is not mm-hmm. like I would say. No, this, I would say you know that that's this not going to happen. Right. We might all agree that we should never be the world's police. Yeah. But we know logically right now. Yeah. Come on. But with we all, know with we're all, we're involved. We have special forces uh-huh. there. We have Marines there. Yep. Uh, we've got the, our most expensive, shiny, brand new USS Ford, the big, biggity big carrier that's mm-hmm. that we've seen. Uh, tech, which I wish they wouldn't say that because, like, that's what they said about Titanic. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just wish they wouldn't use some of the wording. Just say we're sending the USS Ford. That's it. Um, but we're there, Greg, and I agree with you that I wish that were the case. But we always have we always have to get involved. But in this one, we do have. Americans dead, and we have American hostages. So and, we're, and, we're in. Well, you talk about providing all the financial support possible, but think about this. Money eventually runs out. Like, the, the money for Russia-Ukraine is going to run out, and Russia-Ukraine has an end date, right? Like, that can eventually come to an end. This is a different level of fighting. This is not just over, like, territory. This is religious. This is a holy war. So if you say we're going to fund it till we can... Uh, eradicate it. I would say there is no expiration on this battle because this one will go on for the rest of history for the for as long as there are human beings on the planet. Russia, Ukraine, uh, you know, China, Taiwan, like that, that. Those are different battles. This is like, and we've kind of put it, in, I think, in the right perspective as we've tried to, you know, understand the level of which these people think for, from both sides, but specifically Hamas and any radicalized Islamic terrorist. Like this is the war to end all wars for them. This is like their you know, religious way of life, and they're hell-bent on mandating it to everybody, right? Like, they want to wipe out Christianity. They want Islam to be the only faith of so, record. So so this is it. I agree with you. I've been saying that all week. I agree with both of you. But yep. what we're saying, what we're basically saying is, is that to hell with everything else, World War Three. let's go, let's do this, let's finish this, right? That's that's basically what we're saying. This is, well, well, we're in this. Okay, why don't we go over and help Ukraine then? There's humanitarian crises going on over there. Yep. Like, yeah. what's... I, I get it. What, maybe a few isolated drone attacks on Hamas hotspots? I mean, I don't know what the solution is. Oh, well, I know what the solution is. High-quality leadership, which we do not well, have right yes, now. Yes, that, that's the underlying theme to all right? of this, sadly, yes. That, because everything that we were told that could happen from 2016 to 2020 has been happening since January of 2021. Robert Schwartz in the YouTube chat says, tell the families of the dead or the hostages it is in our fight. Yes, it is. Stop with the cowardly pacifist BS. Gross. Grow a damn spine, Greg. Okay, cool. All right. All right. You want to send your kids over there to fight? At least he said grow a spine and not something I think, else. I think QC Kinetics can help with that. <laughs> you want to send your kids over there to fight? Be my guest. Yeah. Be my guest. Well, if it was Lindsey Graham's call, it would be a full... I mean, he'd be banging the drums, sounding the sirens. There'd be tanks, trucks, everything known to man that we have in our artillery, whatever we have left.
As so. far as the population, if if you're thinking about, if anybody's thinking, oh well, who has the big Jewish biggest Jewish populations by state in America? And as far as where the targets may be, it's it's the. Can yeah. I guess real quick? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess. Uh, you have cities and or just states. I have states. Okay, I'll say the state of New York for New York yep. City. By far 1.8 million. And then the state of California for L.A. and Hollywood. Yes, Hollywood. Yep. Yeah. You, you got it. New York, 1.8 million. California, 1.2 million. Then Florida, then New Jersey, then Pennsylvania. Okay. So, so then Illinois, Massachusetts, Maryland, and Texas, and Ohio. But the, the top four, New York, California, Florida, or top five, I should say, New York, California, Florida, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. And I only say that because obviously it's our area on the East Coast sure. that predominantly has um, the biggest population. And then is that something because we have the big cities, it's the East Coast, does that become a potential target? I think the feds clearly at the federal level and the regional level, that's why we have so much law enforcement mm-hmm. focused here. Yep. As far as looking at those so-called cells that they're always monitoring. Yep. 855-839-1210 if you want to jump in on the conversation. And then from uh, uh, the standpoint of other nations, who knew what and who's communicating with who, uh, this one from MarketWatch.com. House Republican says of the Hamas attack, we know that Egypt had warned the Israelis three days prior. Quote, we're not quite sure how we missed it. And we're not yeah. quite sure how Israel missed it. There's definitely there's definitely an intelligent an intelligence failure. That's what I've been saying that since Monday here, uh, but but I mean they were a- able to penetrate through the the Iron Dome, right? I mm-hmm. mean, like the, so there's there's definitely there was definitely an intelligence failure here. But right now is not the time for the Israelis mm-hmm. to focus on that. Now right. is the time to you know do what they have to do to yeah. make sure that and this is why Hamas I say these, is gone. Correct. And this is why the Second Amendment is so important here in this country and why they should have something the equivalent of in Israel or any other country, because you can only prepare so much. You can only have so much police. You can only have so much government. You can only have so many walls or domes or whatever it is. You can only have so many locks on your doors. At the end of the day, if there's a will, there's a way. And if there's if there's people out there that want to inflict harm and cause terror and kill people... They're going to do it, so you might as well be armed to the teeth. They're definitely prepping us for a battle. I mean, the media, because you see, uh, there's so many more images uh, that are happening in the last week Mm -hmm. from uh, what happened in Israel compared to what happened in Ukraine. Russia, all this, like, they're, like, this is being, this is on a nonstop loop mm-hmm. on cable news. And oh, by the way, election year coming up. Exactly what happened on the, in the lead up into Iraq. Yep. And Afghanistan. And then also, uh, and you take this, I don't want to say with a grain of salt, but I kind of makes me raise my eyebrows. The Saudi prince and the president of Iran hold a call on the Israel-Hamas war. Uh, and apparently these two individuals having conversations on, you know, we need to end the war crimes against Palestine and communicating with all international and regional parties to stop the ongoing escalation. You think about the funding element, you think about the training of terrorists, whether it's Iran, Saudi Arabia, or any other nation in and around this conflict. Um, I see stories like this, and I I feel like these are nothing more than window dressing put out there to make it seem like um, all of these other nations were not complicit in it, didn't have anything to do with it, were unaware of anything that was being planned or plotted, and they give off this illusion of, uh, you know, basically... 
condemning these actions and if you take if you believe that then um you're just a complete sucker so that's kind of where we are at with israel and hamas and everything that's been going on for seven days and of course what they are saying today on friday the 13th it could happen in this country 855-839-1210 is the number that's how you climb in and speaking of climbing in one man's dropping out his name is steve scalise been a rough stretch for this man But it seems like it's now Jim Jordan's time. Will it become official today? We'll get into that next here on Kale & Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. This is the Kale & Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. I am picturing the most amazing sight. Beam me up. Southern Italy. (laughs) We're heading to Southern Italy. What are you doing? What are you waiting for? I'm talking about the Amalfi Coast. Come and join me for 12 magical days in luxury with the very best professional, once again, from Conservative Tours. Yes, yeah, Southern Italy, the most, uh, I'm, I'm truly a luxury gastronomical tour of the most beautiful coastline in the entire world. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and that's just the beginning for Conservative Tours because nobody does it best. They are rated top-notch, the best tour operator in all of Italy. We're even going to take the high-speed jet foil to the Isle of Capri. Just picture yourself just zooming over those aqua blue waters and seeing the stunning Isle of Capri. I I can't wait. I can't wait. 5267. This includes your airfare, includes luxury hotels, dining events galore. You're going to remember this years from now. And so am I. My husband Larry going. My sons are going. It's the trip of a lifetime for us. And I want you to join me. Just go to conservativetours.com. You'll see my picture on there. And they've written up a wonderful itinerary to give you a sense of everything. Toll free. You can call 888-733-9494. And I'm talking about visiting Italy's best kept secrets. The Abbey of Monte Cassino, Puglia. Medieval Caserta, Sorrento, Pompeii, and of course, we're going to visit all the great ancient sites, including Rome, before heading home. So join me next spring in Italy, southern Italy. See you on the Isle of Capri. Call now, 888-733-9494, conservativetours.com. What's on the cut sheet in less than an hour? 855-839-1210, Nick, Don, and Greg. Also, coming up in hour number two, the governor's back. Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) he's got some choice words for Democrats ruining big blue cities and also the Utes of today. He says they are weak and they are wimps. Hell yeah, Arnold. I agree with that. And we'll get into that as we continue. Uh, Very interesting developments yesterday here within our nation as about 3 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday, after a few hours of the closed-door meeting for the GOP, uh, Dan Bishop emerged and said that uh, Jim Jordan is the only candidate who can get the required 217 votes in the race for the House Speaker. And this is as Steve Scalise quickly, within 24 hours, read the writing on the wall. He did not have the support of the room, despite the initial vote of 113 in his favor to Jim Jordan with 99 votes. And as you know, Jim Jordan, 
uh, very conservative, Republican. He's endorsed and backed and supported by Donald Trump. Uh, Steve Scalise, more on the, uh, he's kind of like Kevin McCarthy 2.0, so to speak. Uh, and here is Steve Scalise yesterday issuing this statement. Take a listen to this. I know we've been following this. It's been quite a journey, uh, and there's still a long way to go. Uh, I just share with my colleagues, and I'm withdrawing my name as a candidate for the speaker-designee. If you look at over the last few weeks, if you look at where our conference is, there's still work to be done. Uh, Our conference still has to come together and is not there. Uh, There are still some people that have their own agendas, and I was very clear. We have to have everybody put their agendas on the side and focus on what this country needs. This country is counting on us to come back together. This House of Representatives needs a speaker and we need to open up the House again. But clearly, not everybody is there. And there's still schisms that have to get resolved. And after that announcement, Representative Dan Muser from Pennsylvania said that multiple lawmakers are encouraging Jim Jordan to run for speaker again, going on to say, quote, there are a number of people encouraging him. I'm one of them. Uh, Jim Jordan was number one atop my list when we got into this McCarthy conversation uh, 10 days ago or so. I had Jim Jordan number one and Byron Donald's number two. It looks like, and we did the big take yesterday on the speaker, um, it looks like it probably, I think, will be Jim Jordan, um, but also he also has that um, out those allegations that are still out there about when he was at Ohio State as a wrestling coach in the 80s and 90s. And you can, I think you can take it to the bank, Don, that if Jim Jordan becomes the speaker, the mainstream media, the MSNBCs of the world will throw gas on that fire and that story as well. But uh, I think yeah, if you're that's looking, been fully investigated, though. I, I mean, know, why they, is it still out there, though? Because they won't, they won't, they want to put it out there, and they constantly, you know, want to want to push that up and make yeah. allegations. But he was somebody who was never. He was a young. He was a young coach there, very young coach there. And the allegation is, well, he must have known or he should have known. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, we could let's go back and look at every one of these horrifying times right. and say, oh, really? Everybody should have. Tragically, uh, you you don't always know. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And and but that that was the, the only allegation is, well, he was there. He he must have known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll continue to always say, I just love how NBC News, by the way, has had a real, real rough stretch between this story with the speaker and then the way they've been covering the Hamas stuff. I mean, they're getting destroyed. We'll give you some ratings coming up in hour two. Fox and CNN actually doing really well uh, with his Israel Hamas coverage. MSNBC, mm, not so much. We'll give you the details in a little bit. 855-839-1210. Let me grab a call here. Uh, we've got Hilda in the Northeast, and she is with us this morning. Hilda, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I don't know. I haven't made up my mind yet this morning. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, this still a lot of day left. I'll get back to you around 3 o'clock, Dick. Yeah, well, I, you know, every, with everything going on, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes right now for yep. the days. Right. Okay, my thing was that something that a lot of people don't know, and I love Greg dearly, we're already on the ground there because a lot of people have sons here in the United States that serve in the IDF. Some of those faces that you see in those IDF uniforms are Americans. 
This has been something that's been ongoing for years. And people don't realize how many Americans serve in the IDF. Yeah, it's a good point. There's actually, there were some interviews, I think it was on Fox News, that they had a few guys, I think Jesse Waters a couple of nights ago, and thank you for the call, Hilda, had one um, IDF serviceman or soldier, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he was doing the interview with Jesse Waters live while he was in combat. Yeah. I, uh, with all, I mean, I love Jesse Waters, but, <laughs> you know, if I'm in active duty, I'm uh, sorry, Jesse, I, I'll get back to you when, I get, when I'm done with my, uh, my shift, so to speak. I mean, that's pretty crazy. We're making a mistake if we're we're marching towards war, because basically what we're saying is is we're going to go to war with Iran. So we're making, and we're going to start World War III. Because that's the bigger escalation, right? So, okay, everybody say yes, we're already on the ground, yes, yes, uh, yes, sons and daughters, yes, blah, 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 fine. Okay, because the reality is, if Great. the United States wanted to go over there and wipe out Hamas and, 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 and you know kind of join with Israel in this joint endeavor, I mean, it's not going to take long to obliterate Hamas. It, it I think just- it's tricky. It, it's you know, and they were because they've built so many miles of tunnels underneath that entire Gaza right. area. Yeah, it's elaborate. And so, if you you can go back to looking at tunnels in some, Vietnam, I mean. So it may it may look like it's easy, but the fact that they're not le- allowing the evacuation of the civilian population of the Palestinians show you their game plan. They're using their own people as their, shields, as human shields. Correct. And uh, that's what 2003 that, all over again. I know this is a mess. No, this is 2003 all over again because because they're tugging on mommy's heartstrings back there, and now all of a sudden nobody's tugging at my heartstrings. No, I'm, I'm I was the first you, to say. I'm telling you, that I was this the is, first to say the bombing Iran. I on what was that Monday? I agreed with you and disagreed with Lindsey Graham saying, "Oh, bomb Iran." I don't think that's the the option. Yeah, Lindsey just wants to nuke everything. He don't care. I mean, these are the these are the people that I just I'm so sick of the Lindsey Graham's, um, you know, to a lesser extent. And this is not really like you know, I'm not saying she's the equivalent of Lindsey Graham because she's doing really well in the polling. But like Nikki Haley, I think, is very pro-war um, and a handful of others that are just always like because they look at it from the business side of things and the war is profitable. And it's amazing how actually there's so many Republicans nowadays that are very much anti-war. So, yeah, but it's wild. The- they, what you just said, look at the money. That's really what this is all oh, about. Of course. This is Iran trying to cut off alliances between Israel, yep. right, and Saudi Arabia, and so on and so forth. And so the, the idea here is we should be putting pressure in this country and in the world, looking for uni, unity mm-hmm. and putting the pressure on our allies there in the Middle East and to form a coalition and say this is going to stop, and it will. Yep. 855-839-1210 is the phone number. We'll come back, put a little bit of a bow on some of the Hamas-Israel coverage. Uh, a professor is on the verge of being fired in the Ivy League. Uh, also, the ratings for Fox and CNN compared to MSNBC since this uh, war began last Saturday. And celebrities in Hollywood. We have the list of some very popular celebrities that continue to be anti-Israel, and pro-Palestinian cause. We'll get to that as we continue. Hour 2 of Kale and & Company, and we're back after this. With all the Phillies fever that is happening right now, let's not forget about the, the Eagles. The 5-0 Eagles going into MetLife Stadium this Sunday. Uh, Eagles are favored. Uh, Eagles minus 7 uh, for a Sunday's game. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. It's America's number one sports book right now. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. 
If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. I love the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-under, so much more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Greg and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL and is the official partner of 1210, WPHT, 21 and over, President PA. First online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.